Hey everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio. Glad you're here. It's the freaking basement show. We're going deep down into the basement. Our newly renovated basement looks just as bad as it did before, but we kind of shuffled the mess around into a studio. We're doing live broadcasts of the show for those Patreon subscribers. Uh, They get the physical zine in the mail or uh, donate $5 a month. So thanks for watching us warm up as we uh, figure out how to make this thing work. We also will be playing video games and streaming the movie Pump Up the Volume for absolutely free in the coming weeks, and we're going to do a show about it as well. So lots of cool new content coming out from Street Fight, and that's only because we have supporters like all y'all. We appreciate it uh, every single week. I want to remind you of that. You can hear us on the airwaves in Columbus, Ohio on WCRS 102.7 or 98.3 if you're inside 270 here in Columbus, Ohio. It's the best. It's WCRS. And we've been doing it now for seven years. We take live phone calls on the air every single Sunday night. Call in 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That number is 614-412-5252. We'll listen to your stories about military recruitment, the D.A.R.E. program, small business tyrants or anything else you'd like to talk about some of our most popular shows are those call-ins because we really get a lot um, from the people that listen so thanks for continuing to to call in and do that and we got a little bit of a break on sunday we only had to do two and a half hours instead of three hours that was nice i got home a little early yeah i felt like something bad happened when i got there though oh no not like a tragedy or something just something that led to what i call bad things like minor discomforts for me i just know oh no i saw a car chase it wasn't a discomfort something good happened after okay there was a big high speed car chase all like they drove by your house and then i on my street no they drove down a cross street of yours just flying dude and they turn left right and they're so i'm like oh this is just going left i'm gonna go the direction they were at and then i'm gonna go right because i have to go right to get home and i go that way and then all of a sudden dude like six first of all i'm driving to get to high street and there's five cops behind me like as I'm driving and I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but they were busy as hell. I, I knew that there was something going on. So they were busy. Right. You know, so there's five cops behind me. I turn one way. They turn the other way. Come flying. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to take a scenic drive downtown because I'm done early and why not? So I drive. I'm driving. I stop at the donut store and get cheddar fries. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's how I find out that the race started in Bexley, which is actually pretty far away. Yeah, that's pretty good. This guy was like through residential neighborhoods. I mean, yeah, he was all over the place. Wow. I think he was on freeways. He was on like main roads. He was on side roads. This dude was just he was like, I'm getting away. He didn't get away. I don't think. I mean, I can't imagine. They had the two helicopters flying up there. There were more cops than I've ever seen, like, in cars. Yeah, yeah. Just so many. Like, it was such a show of force for 3 o'clock in the morning that it made me kind of nervous about the police state, of course. Yeah. You know, when you can, when they can get, like, fucking 30 cops in cars 
out driving all over town. It's like, damn, that all yeah. them is on duty at 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a, a lot more of us. We could totally whoop the cops' asses. That's true. If we all well, they have just guns had the guts to get together. They have guns and the power of the state behind them. But sure, but numerically. Right, more numbers. numerically, we got them. They've got the guns, but we've got the numbers. Ain't uh, that right? Said Jim Morrison, the doors. That's a, But yeah, it was, uh, I mean, like, I, I can imagine what he did. Well, yeah, that's the problem. You never want to learn what they did. Yeah, because then you don't like him anymore. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, you know, what I always do, and you know I do this a lot with crime, I just minimize it to, like, a pretty harmless crime. Yeah. Like, like, he probably would, like, was drunk driving and didn't want to pull over. You well, know? then also, I mean, there's also, I have to think that you hit a point where you realize, oh, shit, I just ran from the cops. But, like, they don't have different sentencings. Like, they don't pick how many minutes that yeah. you ran away from the cops. <laughs> so if you can make it 18-hour run, like, that's the game. That's really doesn't, you know, it's like, why would you give up so easily if you decide to run? It just feels like nobody gets away now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I know they want us to think that way. Yeah, they did. Same, the, same in Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Well, I mean, they also, like, nobody... Do you think anybody gets away with bank robberies? Like how many bank robberies are solved every year? Like a stick up job, like a run in with run and gun, get a get yeah, the cash. Yeah, so go rob at a bank. Yeah, I don't. I don't think people are doing heists. Like if you think that I they're like seen one in a while. I mean, they don't. Show they used them. to put them on the. They used to put them on the Facebook. They though. loved it. They used they to used love to get them on Facebook. Do you know this man? Some guy in a Hawaiian shirt with a mask on. Usually in Ohio, it's a guy in Ohio State Buckeyes hat pulled down over his eyes. That's true. And a flannel. <laughs> like that's too big. One of those thick boys, one right, of those right. thick flannels and a Ohio State Buckeyes hat pulled down over his eyes and a pair of Oakleys. That's every guy that robs <laughs> yeah, a bank. Goatee. Yeah. Yeah. You can get away with it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure people do get away because you could just disappear in the crowd with that look though. No. In Ohio in Columbus, yeah, yeah you could. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is but, the look. Yeah, I, I mean that's kinda how I dress. At times, and well, I don't wear the Ohio State hat, like because you got to. They always wear the cheap one because they probably aren't regular hat wearers. Because anybody that robs a bank probably has luxurious hair. Sure, they have you a know? full head of voluminous hair that they're yeah. like, you know, they're they, uh, you know, they they brush, they slick back in their convertible, right? They let the yeah. they let all the money fly out of the back of the convertible, <laughs> and then the wind run through their hair. Yeah, they all have cool long hair. And uh, they don't <laughs> braided ponytails braided. So they, but they have to go buy a hat because they don't want people to, you mm. know, see their face. So they just go buy the cheapest, uh, like they go into the store probably and throw the Ohio state Buckeyes hat on the best, the best, the best crime is the one where you go and you smash and grab and you get away on a motorcycle. That's where those people get away. No way. Yeah. Those like Actually, di those diamond hear people. We did hear last year about a dude. I don't know who told us about it, but a guy that got away from the cops on a motorcycle. It oh, that like, happens a lot. You can watch YouTube videos of that. Yeah. It was like in Johnstown, Ohio. And this dude was just like, I'll just, I mean, there's a traffic jam. I'll just, you know, drive where I can drive. The cars can't go. And then they get away and park them. And then you just have to hope like, it's not like some Randy, like it's not like the sheriff's like, God damn it. It's Randy again, running away from the police. And then they sure. go to his house. You don't have a memorable vehicle. Yeah. Probably driving a ninja. Probably driving one of those Kawasaki ninjas. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just run it, redline the whole thing. Yeah, get the fuck away. You got or just or Ducati, man. Just get the used Ducati. Is that expensive? Yeah, those are like the racing bikes. Don't buy an ex- I mean, if you can buy an expensive motorcycle, maybe just sell it instead of robbing the bank. Well, <laughs> you can get a used one. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I would do if I was running. They got those license plates now, and then the cars can read the license plates. Yeah, that is going to be bad. And they got helicopters. Like, if they want you, if it's not just some bullshit speeding on a country road, and they want you, they're going to get you. Yeah. I just feel like it's almost an insurmountable feat now. For Once the cops are on to you, you're done. You're just, it's over. You might as well just give up or they're going to shoot you to death. Well, and I also think, man, also the way that like uh, homeless works and the way that they've changed money to the point where I, I one time, when I look at like panhandlers, they, I, I just am astonished because almost nobody has any sort of cash on them anymore or change of any sorts at all. I know. Me and my wife were like cackling, thinking about when we were kids, we'd go save up 33 cents and go buy 33 Tootsie Rolls from the penny candy store. You know? Yeah, I used to do the same thing. I, or, and, or like I would just get a dollar and I would buy like, I felt like 20 such a man. sour balls and then cut my tongue up like crazy. It was but, the worst. And, but now like now they've criminalized all of that and then they have they're going to have cars driving down the road scanning people's faces with like facial res- recognition software in it. There's nowhere to run. Yeah. Yeah, nowhere to run. You got to, and if you do, I mean, like I was watching Jason Bourne last night. We got to bash up all the machines, man. Yeah, I hate them. I was watching Jason Bourne last night, and I was thinking about how, like, man, he gets away all the time, right? Like Jason Bourne's always getting away, but when he gets away, he ends up at like a like an illegal fighting ring in like Turkey, and you're like. Is that the only place you can go when you're on the road? Could you well, like maybe go to an island or some vacation villa or something? No, I mean that's why it's on the run. I mean they've criminalized, you know, black market, the black market, you know. You can't just go, you can't get like an off the grid motel that doesn't fuck with taxes and legalities or check IDs at the door. That's just sad to me. Like uh, when I see like Jason a... Bourne, I'm like, this guy. The, the, I, I'm obsessed with him again. Oh really? Because I'm yeah, like, he's this, a brave American. This guy, he, he's. A, that's what they kept trying. To, in the new one, they're like, they're trying to get him back in the fold. Oh really? Like you need to. And they're this, like, the government was bad to you, but yeah, now you got to save it back. They're like, the government's bad, but you know you're a patriot. You. They keep calling him a patriot, and he's like. I don't know. The government ends up fucking them over in the end. The Bourne movies do. are my favorite movies. My favorite like spy movies because the government is just completely fucking this guy over and he's fighting the government. Like it's so great. And But it's like Jason Bourne, don't trust anybody in the government. Like it, it is a real don't trust the government story. All <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah, they ruined his life. Yeah. I wonder how they get like Cause don't the, doesn't the mill I guess it's the CIA in that. So the military is like, I don't care what you do to the CIA, but they just, that show is just about how that move. Those movies are just about how evil the CIA is, which is a good message to send out because they're very evil. Yeah. I mean, that's a kind of, that's a fun world. I mean, that's kind of a, that's adjacent to where we're at. You know, we know they do awful things. They could cover it all up. Right. Oh yeah. There's probably 50 Jason. There's a bunch of Jason running Bourne. around. Yeah. I mean, Ted Kaczynski was one. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, I'd like <laughs> Ted Kaczynski. I'm not going to lie. But I'm, he was right. 
Was yeah. he an MK Ultra LSD guy? Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. The Unabomber? I watched the Unabomber TV show where they put a fake beard on a guy and made him be the Unabomber, but I don't remember that detail of it. Yeah, he was actually... Uh, what's up? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. The chat's going crazy. No, oh, I don't know how to. It. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't see the chat. Are they like mad at me? Are the chat is the chat yelling at me? No. I haven't read any of it yet. So. Oh. Ted Kaczynski was in that like military group of people that they just gave like doses of un, like ungodly doses of acid to. Yeah. No, I don't think to try to make them like to try to make them uh unlock telekinesis and shit yeah yeah that yeah and that is that is covered up too he's jason Bourne. yeah okay all right well fuck i didn't know he worked for the government at a period well he didn't work for the government he was just trying to be a troop and they were like well you're now our guinea pig and we're gonna (laughs) (laughs) that's now we're gonna fucking try to unlock your mental we're gonna try to make it so you can move shit with your mind you're like okay i love him I love Jason Bourne. Yeah, I do too. He's a top dude in my book. I mean, he kills a lot of people and probably for imperialism. I fully understand that. But it's a good movie, man. He's a good fight. He can fight, which I like. And he's tough, which I also like. And he can get away on a motorcycle. And uh, he hates the government. Yeah, he's one step ahead and powerful. Uh, I also I read the Jason Bourne books, a couple of them too, and they were real good too. Are they anti-government? Does that guy hate the government? Yeah, I mean, he knows who fucked him over. I mean, does the guy that wrote the Jason Bourne books hate the government? Oh, I don't know. We need to figure that out. Yeah, we do need to find. Well, he seemed. Let's see if we can get him on the show. Yeah, let's ask him. Let's get Robert Ludlum on the show and be like, dude, sure. how much do you hate the government, my man's? No. <laughs> I wish they'd make more, but that last one kind of sucked. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's always room make for more. more. There's always room for a new Jason Bourne. Yeah, he's like Remember, Freddy at this point. That he is like, well, they tried to do that uh, other guy uh, from Hurt oh, Locker. Yeah. I call him Hurt Fucking Locker. Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. He, they tried to do him, but his character was that he had to take drugs in order for him to be able to be super. You know, that that was the point of it. Like he, And then he ran out of his drugs and he couldn't be jason Bourne anymore like so he couldn't even get on that jason Bourne level unless he took these pills yeah that's not fun yeah <laughs> who wants that that's the worst idea i've ever heard i love drugs as much as the next yeah, guy. i yeah. love taking pills but i mean being dependent on pills to kick somebody's ass seems seems wrong yeah i'm not worried about the second rate jason Bourne storyline yeah all right man uh here we go <coughs> true stories of miserable Home Depot employees. Ooh. This is from Splinter News. Uh, Hamilton Nolan wrote this on Monday. And uh, I think we should look at these. Some of them are okay. Yeah. Some There's a positive one in there. I did see that. It should be noted that the CEO of yeah, Home gonna... Depot just wrote a book called I Love Capitalism. He's fucking standing up for it, man. You know, it's under attack by a lot of the people that listen to this very show. Capitalism is under attack and uh, it should be abolished, really. But this guy is like, I'm going to stand up for it. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to tell you what I love. And if you, and if you remember our, um, our previous CEO, uh, 
that wrote a book called Conscious Capitalism. That was the CEO of Whole Foods. That's Whole Foods, man. Then he sold his shit. He sold that shit to Amazon, the most unconscious capitalist (laughs) you could ever possibly think of. Um, So here's the thing. Home Depot to me holds a special place in my heart because I noticed when I go in there and you can look at this when you go into a, I haven't been to one in a long time, but when you walk in right by the door where they have like, you're not allowed to have dogs here. You're not allowed to have, uh, here's the hours. Yeah. Wear your shirt in here. You gotta wear, although I think it's uh, honestly, I think it's unfair that you have to wear your shirt. In yeah. Home that's Depot, a, but. I mean, that's a place where like you're in the middle of a project, you popped your shirt off. You got to run and grab something. Why would you put your shirt back on? You want to get it all sweaty and shit. It's a nice shirt. You've got a date later or something. Maybe you're going to yeah. go see a movie. You should consider changing the no shirt. Yeah. Part. Fuck that. Okay. But they yeah, also no, have a sign that says we drug test all of our employees. And I was like, Oh, I can't go here anymore. So then I was like, well, fine. I'll just start going to Lowe's. Whenever Lowe's, they got the same sign on the door. Like, shit. Well, people are still scared of folks that are high on marijuana using saws and shit, which they shouldn't be. Yeah. But they are. I mean, we're all high when we're doing that kind of work, right? I I think so. I mean, I, I guess they get they do get around it. Based upon the employees I've met there, they somehow get around that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess when you're selling saws, they're always like, oh, well, we sell saws here. We got to drug test people. It's like, fuck, dude, you're just selling the saws. You can't even turn them on. Home Depot is my favorite place because nobody wants to fucking be there. <laughs> like when you, as soon as you say, excuse me, they're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck, you caught me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so goddamn big. They can just hide in the aisles and not work all goddamn day. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see guys just like pacing down the aisles with the doors. Yeah. Like, you got, are you allowed to listen to podcasts while you're pacing? Yeah. So let's see what it's like to work for this guy, the CEO who wrote I Love Capitalism. Let's start with this story. I worked at Home Depot back in 2001, and my primary job was loading by the contractor checkout. This meant large quantities of cement, lumber, drywall, etc. They strictly prohibited me from accepting tips from the contractors I was helping. Ugh. That That is the... Oh, and Come on, man. Oh, I grew up on Norman Rockwell, and the little grocery boy would bring your little groceries to your fucking car, and you'd hand him a crisp dollar bill. My grandma did it every single time. Anybody take something to your car, they give you money. I don't know why. It's just the rules. It's like if somebody brings you a beer, they get a fucking dollar. I don't know why. It's just the rules. Yeah, I want to tell you something from the chat here. It's nice being here. This is for you. Okay. Uh, let me let me look at who it was. Uh, so uh, Charles Willis wants you to know the Home Depot is a very good place to steal succulents. Okay. <laughs> like everybody in our chat is like. You can steal uh, lots of plants there. Okay. So apparently, if you're an avid gardener. All right. If you want to get Instagram likes, you're looking to build up your succulent garden. That's the place to go. Home Depot. Pocket yeah. the sucks. No tipping, though. Right? No tipping. Tipping is not a city in China. Uh, I, was told, <laughs> that was, that's, doesn't, I was told. That's uh, doesn't. So I was told. So I was. I was if I was told I got caught accepting a tip, I would be fired on the spot. Ugh. 
The pay absolutely sucked, and they had a policy where if you had any workplace act accidents, you would immediately be taken in for drug screening, which was all well and good, except for it was selectively applied. I only worked there for a few months, and I quit when my manager gave me a hard time for taking 10 bucks from a guy oh, who God. needed help loading several thousands of pounds of landscaping stones in his truck on a sweltering July day in Virginia. How can they get control? Of, and why do they want control of that? What I mean, I don't understand how they go that far they always tell you it's for the 1099s that's what used to happen at kroger because like oh. they would have you help like people like disabled people or older people have you help them load their groceries into their car they'll always be trying to hand you like five dollars i would okay. take it i took it every time but like they were like i know you're not allowed to take this but here and they have to be all sneaky about it and i, I remember they said like well look we want when i was in the orientation i'll never forget this they're like we want you to be able to accept tips we want you to take tips but it, it messes up your uh 10 10 10 99 or something you know oh, yeah. what i mean they just you're said gonna a, put yourself into a bigger tax bracket <laughs> you're gonna not be too happy that you took all them tips yeah that's <laughs> fucked up it and like that doesn't need to be involved like that's none of your business that's between like that's between us we aren't businesses doing transactions we're two people that were move shit together right you just loaded a thousand pounds right let's say a thousand pounds of mulch into the back of my truck uh-huh i want to hand you some because you know what are you getting paid to do that let's right. say it takes 25 minutes you're making 11 dollars an hour you deserve more for that those minutes well and especially because it also adds like if you allow people to do that it's like all right Home Depot's only paying me $9 to be here, but if I kiss ass and carry enough shit out, I can boost my income, you know? I can get some tips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's I mean, an incentive to me. Tell me I can get some tips, man. I'll, I'll be out there doing a whole fucking routine for people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. that's a hard job, too. Loading trucks sucks. And like, yeah, all I don't it. know. It's just getting between two. And this guy loves capitalism. What's more capitalism than a tip for and doing hard work? And when I buy stuff, I don't want to deal with it. I just want it to be in my house. I don't want to have to carry it to the car. Dude, I, I wish pay, I, I just want to pay somebody to do that for me. I mean, I wish I could take this dude home with me and take the stuff out of the car and then sure. drop him back off and just get him a lift right. back. Get him a ride. <laughs> <laughs> that's a service if any of you grocery stores are looking for something because they're always like you can yeah. pull up and they'll load the groceries into your car i'm like i i don't want to load them into the house can i bring one of y'all home and you can bring them in yeah. and then I'll, I'll i'll pay for the lift back you yeah. know we they can uh put all the bags on two arms and try to carry it all in i'll hold the door for them i'm done with this shit exactly yeah a climate of success the climate control for all Home Depots in the United States is controlled via one central location. Nice. And the only store thermostat is located by the GM's office. Of course it's by the GM's office. Yeah. It's the worst place for it to be. Some greasy motherfucker. So the air wouldn't so the air wouldn't <laughs> kick on in the store unless it got to over 80 in most areas. Yikes. Central management wouldn't do anything, so the manager would set up a heating lamp on the thermostat in the summer to get the AC to turn on. <laughs> Smart move. So I, th I saw. Also are they saying it's one location in the United States? Probably. Like that there's one. Is it like Walmart? Because I remember I used to watch like C-SPAN on C, not C-SPAN on CNBC. They'll do these documentaries about. Uh, on CNBC, they'll do these documentaries about like propaganda for stores. Basically, they'll do like, oh, McDonald's 
oh, a man in a dream or something like that. And then yeah. they did one on Walmart and the big thing, they were like, you know, the good thing about Walmart is that everything is centrally located. Everything's decided by a computer. Right. So and what's nice is nobody has to know what to order. It'll all just come to the store. Sure. It's like, we've heard the pitfalls of that. Number one. And uh, let people control the temperature. Listen, you need to be allowed to control the temperature and the music in the location yeah, that you're at. For sure. We need that autonomy in our workplace. Yeah. Let yeah. me, I get, we, the workers get control of the thermostat and the radio. Yeah. What else? What else? And if people, do you deal store? with it? If yeah. you don't want to go to this, if you don't like what we're playing, go somewhere else. Go to Lowe's, man. Maybe they're playing something more up your speed. Or come back on a classic rock Monday. You know, <laughs> come back on a different day. Maybe Gerald will have it, and then you can you'll be feel fine about it. <laughs> but we're gonna listen to, to music about fucking people upside down in the in Home Depot today. <laughs> This is a good one here. The only people I talked to who liked working there were guys who hid in back rooms and closets to watch movies. Anything because you know there's so much movie yeah. watching going on in a building that size. Yeah, you can get away with murder in there. Yeah, I mean, and most of the time, I don't know because I've never worked at Home Depot, but like most of the time, it's not that busy. I guess on the weekends it probably gets super busy, but there's like on a bunch Wednesday, of people in there. I don't feel that way. But I go during. I'll go during the day on like a Thursday or something. I don't go. I haven't been to one in forever. But ever since I found out they they're proud of drug testing, I'm like, not for me. No, you're Ace Hardware man. Don't be proud of drug testing. You. I mean, I don't even want you to. I don't want you drug testing. But if you're proud of it, then you're an enemy of mine. Fair, fair, fair. Listen to this. So now you're gonna live without tools. <laughs> the positives. This is a person that works. I like this. <laughs> I like that they took it open and like you know what? All these people smear the name of Home Depot. I'll have you know, I like they're quite the reputable corporation. Yeah. So they sent. So okay. I totally agree with Home Depot's belief in their commitment that the customer always comes first. That and their leadership is why they're so successful. Yep. I'm going Preach. on my 11th year there, and even at 75, I have no desire to quit. Oh, nope. That's so sad. Holy shit. If as long as Home Depot's alive, I'll stay alive. <laughs> Home Depot's my lifeline. I got nothing else. You know, uh, these dang kids come in uh, talking about their Instagram projects, trying to hang deer antlers on the wall next to a kooky picture. And I, you know, I set them up right with command strips and wall anchors. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, uh, I feel better for it. Yeah. Gives me something to do. Oh, man. Oh, okay. I work at the corporate office and it's far and away oh, the, the corporate best corporate office? I you aren't even down there in the... No, I thought you were in the thick of it, dude. You ain't Home Depot, and you're just a pencil pushing. You're yeah. a bean counter. You can go anywhere and bean count. Yeah, you. Could. I thought you were down there in the orange apron, telling people how to cut their fucking wood and shit. No, you're like, oh, you're gonna use a, you're gonna use a Joyce on that? No, God, no. You can now things are gonna crash down on your fucking head. She's in there where you, uh, she's in there where they control the temperature. She's in that office. She's in the office where they can control uh, right, the right. temperature in every store. You he's, know? Yeah, he's right there. He's got he's it's, he's in he's got like uh, dual control. You know, the the store can fuck off. Their temperatures don't matter. HR corporate headquarters, it's like a balmy fucking sixty nine in there. 
I totally feel respected and empowered for my own career. In less than five months, I've met countless people who started as a part-time cashier or lot attendant and are now in high-level positions. Okay. All store-level retail sucks, but the associates in the store I've engaged with seem as content as possible. You're from the corporate office! God yeah. damn, how dumb are you? Hi, they hi have there. to be nice to you. They're hi. afraid of you. You come in there and you're 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 the one that's like doing the white glove test. You're the one that's in there that's making all their day horrible. They're not they're not going to be like, "Oh, you know, the, the uh Shirley from corporate office is here. Why don't you tell her how you really feel about work?" <laughs> Uh, hey there, Regina. Yeah, uh, how's that been going? We have that new uh, great APR on the credit card. I'm sure you're killing it on that. You probably got the bonus with the uh, the free mouse pad this month. You know, I, I set up that rewards program, actually. Anyone can find negative things about any business or corporation. Yeah, From some, my- some businesses make it easier than others. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Home Depot seems hey, to. I'm, I believe in actually the perfect balance of the both and finding the negative and the positive of everything. But some things are just glaringly negative in the work environment at Home Depot. Mm. <laughs> Nobody's happy at Home Depot. I don't get mm. the sense. That anybody working at Home Depot is having a good time. They, I mean, most of the people are like, like, like there's a lot of teens working there that like couldn't care less about the tools and stuff. Yeah. You know, I applied at Home Depot when I was a teen. It was just like, is that a, will they hire me? I'll sell hammers. I don't give a shit. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead on the story, but I believe it was in the comments. Someone had wrote that they worked at Home Depot and the tools they would just say like you couldn't rent any of the tools just because nobody wanted to charge them like no one would take the time to charge them so they would just put them as like unavailable (laughs) just because no one wanted to bother to recharge them (laughs) they didn't just just didn't give a fuck and no one was checking you know so there's like nah we didn't rent any tools today because they're all down for you know maintenance yeah That's funny though. I mean, that makes sense. There were so many things that like it's there's shit, so many it's business a shit place. I there's mean, so many like the companies I worked at lost tons of business opportunities because we was too lazy to do stuff. It's just like they would. I mean, it was like you get one free outlet when you get an install at the cable company, and I wasn't about to be like, hey, you get one free outlet, I can run for you. <laughs> Well, I think it's also, it's one of the ones where you, they wear the apron and they have their name written on it with like marker and shit. So it felt real like friendly fam. It's supposed to feel like a certain way. And you can tell that like from up above, they're pushing the message that they think it should be. But then you look at the situations in the store and they're like, this is, there's a disconnect here. You know, this isn't like, this isn't like my local neighborhood uh, hardware store where no. I can go chat about shit. It's like these people are dying to not help me. Like these are these are people that need a job and uh, could give a fuck less, you know. And Home Depot can't manage any of it, you know. The shit sells just because people need it. I feel like, you know, like yeah. how else can you get it? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's this one. I actually this is one I had this experience. I I think every listener's had this. I've worked at Home Depot for a year and a half and I'm 19. Here's my story at Home Depot. I started at age 18 having just graduated from college. I'd been working at Zaxby's for six months and was looking for some, or from high school. I said college. He was like Doogie Howser, but instead ended up at Zaxby's. Right. (laughs) Which would, that's what would happen to Doogie Howser now too. Right. 
Like, I'm sorry, we just don't have any room in our residence program, Mr. Hauser. <laughs> Mr. Hauser. Doogie Hauser, MD, but he has his MD, but he has to work. Doogie Hauser, <laughs> Zaxby's. <laughs> it's the prequel to Doogie Hauser before yeah. he got that residency. Um, he just got, uh, he, <laughs> I got the job that and they assigned jam. me to the flooring department, which also includes moving boxes, storage, totes, blinds, and shades. After a week and a half of online training, which hardly helped to teach me anything, I went out onto the floor for sales and stocking. So this guy, <laughs> exactly what I said. Yeah. He's, he, that's he, why he doesn't want to help though. It right, I don't right, think they, it, like. You're right. No, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I seems like I'm putting the blame on them, but this is the reason why. Do they put them in? These you go. You're like you, you got the job, and then they make you sit in a dark room for for 40 hours and watch online videos, and then and then they push you out there in front of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and then they're like, yeah, you'll be selling caulk this week. You're like, what the? What is caulk even? What right. What even is it? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> what does what, it look like? What's the applications that someone would need it for? You'll be working in clips in the clips aisle. You just help people with the kind of clips for things they need. Yeah. We need you uh, to go straighten up the L brackets. Yeah. They could, I, when I was 19, they could have been like, hey, Brian, I need you to go work on, and they could have named a tool and I wouldn't even known what it was or where it could possibly be. Yeah. <laughs> At that age, I didn't care about tools. And they'd be like, Brian, go over there and work with the Sawzalls. And I'm like, what, what's a Sawzall? What, right. <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so what did this kid say? I did. So uh, baptism by fire is how they do it at Home Depot. Eventually, I started researching how to install flooring and tile by myself so that I wouldn't look like an idiot when the customer is expecting the answer. And I'm the guy that's supposed to know it. Customers are expecting an expert's advice. Those are the dumbest customers. Why would you look at a 19 year old? <laughs> We're like, like, what do you what kind of floors do you think? You know, like parquet flooring or maybe yeah. what kind of flooring would you do if this was your house? So I'm, I'm about three layers deep. Do you think I just throw a tile over top of that or something vinyl? Should I go? What do you recommend? What do you recommend, pimply faced teenager? <laughs> you can look at somebody. I mean, they don't hire anybody that knows what they're doing. Right, and that's what I'm saying. That's the disconnect. Is that there does they seem to run this air? They seem to think like we're the experts on building homes. We're Home Depot. And they don't provide that service. They could, if they paid people enough, some folks would love to go share their opinions. I mean, YouTube is filled with all kinds of uncles that just want to tell you how to fix your fucking problems. Yeah. The world is filled with (laughs) uncles that just want to tell you like, oh, you fucked up the damn thing. Here's what you got to do. You got to drill out that screw, you know, start all over. Someone in the chat said they work at the grocery store and people ask them for cooking directions all the time. I love that. <laughs> I mean, you're just you just love food. You just have to be around. I'm the same way. I just I love spreadsheets more, I guess, because of how much it pays. But like I could would really love to to get in here in the little produce kitchen and come up with something cool. I love that whatever your job is, is the thing you <laughs> yeah, love. Yeah, you're passionate. Oh, you work at Home Depot, so you love saws. You work in the saw section. 
So I mean, saws is what you're into, huh? You really expert on saws? Which is the best saw to saw my dick off? <laughs> I bet you're just, uh, you know, being in the paint department, being so passionate about paint, seeing all these buckets of paint just tightened up, bottled up so tight, you just want to get out there and start slinging them on the walls, I bet. Gosh, I I can't imagine how tough that is for you. <laughs> oh, you're in, yeah, you're into, so your favorite thing's loading trucks. Really? You love to take boxes and stack them in the back of a UPS truck. Oh, it's like Tetris to you. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Why would you ask the person at Home Depot for advice? Don't well, some of them. Some one of them. Like, okay, what? Look for an older guy. Yeah, is there is there a Larry around here? But I'm going to tell you this right now about that. People ask me shit Even all the time out Aranda on the street. Too. Yeah, people ask me shit all the time on the street because oh, sure. they think I'm a dad. They're like, "Oh, this guy, he knows what's going on." It, they, I don't know anything either. But they're like, like there is like, so even if you see somebody and you think like, oh, that person carries an air of authority with them or, or like, or it's like that guy's 40. He must know about flooring. It, no, so, some, some squeaky car drives by and yells out the window. Is it my CV joint or my shocks? <laughs> I've had kids, man. I've had teens have me help them change their tire and, and like have me help them do things like check their oil at gas stations. Sure. Or like you're just you're getting your gas and they're like, oh, I think the oil's fucked up. Can you come over sure. here, sir, and take a look at this? And you're like, oh, son, that's a damn fine oil. <laughs> black, black is midnight coal. I don't think the oil's supposed to be black. That's bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like. So I don't even to... trust a person with that looks like somebody because they could just be a person that sits and watches TV all night too, like a person that goes home and watches Young Sheldon until they pass out. True, you know. I used to, you know, what I used to do that was real fucked up, not related, but just reminded me of it. When people used to ask me for directions, I would just give them the worst directions, and this was like pre-internet. Like if anybody <laughs> asked me, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, you just go," and I would just explain a whole fucking wrong ass way to go, <laughs> send them on their way. I never even got to see the payoff. I just was in my mind thinking about this lost person cussing me out. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? He's dumb. Um, so but, six months. Listen to this. Next line kills me. <sighs> six months into being a specialist, I was told I was moving to appliances. <laughs> he was a specialist in yeah. flooring after six months. Well, those YouTube videos caught him up. Yeah, I mean, you know what? The YouTube videos do help. I change my brakes with the YouTube videos. I fix my dryer with the YouTube videos. I, I knew a guy actually that got a job as a graphic designer and he kind of knew how to, I'm sorry, not graphic designer, a screen printer. He kind of knew how to screen print, but he went to, he went there and looked up the model that they used and then went to the bathroom and just watched a YouTube video on how to run the screen printer. Yeah. And that was how he got through like his first couple of weeks of printing t-shirts and shit and signs and all that. <laughs> I mean, that's the new, I mean, that's the new get down, right? Yeah. That's the new cheater's handbook. I'm the what one. What do we got? So he goes, they often deliver broken appliances, the wrong appliance, and sometimes they'll refuse to install. I did that a lot when I was a cable guy. For all of you out there that have had the cable guy refuse to install, I apologize on behalf of all of us. 
all former cable guys. Sometimes we just ain't feeling it. We're not going to move your fucking furniture for you. That's it. The cable guys aren't movers. And neither are appliance guys. When the appliance guys refuse to install something, it's probably because you think they're supposed to come in and, like, move your old washer and dryer out and bring like the, the, like you make them do something you're trying to get them to do extra work that's not their job that's why they don't that's why they refuse you know they're not just being mean yeah and a lot of times you live in a place that's super fucking old and no one wants to deal with putting new shit in there yeah and so he goes hearing phone calls all week at work stressed me out so i told the management team i wanted to go back to flooring and i did after a few weeks for kicks i decided to look around at what kind of jobs i could get as a biology major i noticed most jobs required lab experience so i looked for an entry-level lab jobs I asked my assistant manager for recommendation and he gave me this info, gave me his info. I was then approached by management asking if I intended on staying with Home Depot and moving up or pursuing biology. (laughs) We got a predicament here. We got a real predicament because we thought you were family. Family don't learn nothing else but Home Depot. Yeah, (laughs) We we don't want a family knowing nothing else. Than what it takes to make Home Depot a success story. Yeah, Are, did you did you have the same veracity when you were trying to learn about floors that you do about this biology? Maybe sure. if you did, you would know a little bit more. Maybe, just maybe, uh, you would you'd be smart enough to know uh, about appliances. It wouldn't stress you out if you. Uh, if you would maybe focus more on Home Depot and less on biology. You know, we offer extra training. We offer extra training if you want to learn how to run the saw or anything. Plenty of room for opportunity here at Home Depot. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That tax plan that supposedly gave Home Depot associates $1,000. So they announced they gave their associates $1,000, Brett. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only associates that have been working there for 20 years received $1,000, which was taxed. I received 200 which was really 120 after taxes. Okay. Okay. So they were like, we're, we're giving our employees $1,000, everybody. Let's get a press release out here. Donald Trump cut our taxes. Things are going great. The employees are getting $1,000. And then nobody looks into it. You find out you have to be working there for 20 years. And there's probably 14 people that have worked at Home Depot for 20 years. Yeah, and everybody's basically getting two Xbox games. Yeah, yeah. $1,000 ain't shit for a bonus. We said that before. 120 ain't shit. 120 is... You, you'd be ashamed giving a $120 bonus. Like when the manager hands you that bonus, they should have a look of contrition on their face. Sure. Like, I'm sorry. I have to give you this $120. I know it's an insult that I would even hand you this, but I want you to have it. And then you're yeah. supposed to be like slap their face and say, how dare you hand okay. me $120. Okay. <laughs> now just give everybody a fucking thousand dollars, dude. How hard is it? It's got all the capitalism in the world. This person, you can tell, super hated it. Like this, I get a real Brian Quinby vibe off of this person. Don't know if you've read Dante's Inferno, Inferno, but I'm convinced Home Depot is one of the levels of hell. 
I have worked for them for 10 years and it is a horrible place. <laughs> you can't get away from it. I have a 401k that I have put money into for nine years. All I have in it is just principles. <sighs> Fees to manage account eating away at my heart. Fees to manage the account are eating away at my hard-earned savings. Been there so long, I am so beat up. I feel, well, I'm not gonna. I have no confidence to go to another job. Oh, that does suck. Ugh. I know that feeling. This is where I get was out, in dude. my life. Break free. Tried to get promoted. Worked so hard. Interviewed over 15 times. Never was pro- promoted and never told why. Picked the person that had no experience and was lazy every time. Hard work gets you nowhere at Home Depot. Don't let them treat you like that, man. Yeah, you're Take having a rough. somewhere else. Come on. You might need to go. I know it's 10 years. I did the cable company for seven years of my life. I spent there and i was like i said this on the call-in show that's like not even a marketable skill like once there's only two cable companies so if you leave one there's not another one it's completely worthless knowledge that i got at that cable company and i had to just get out and you know what I mean, you can do better than Home Depot. The loyalty will go well. People like the loyalty. 10 years. You'd be like, I worked at Home Depot for 10 years and now I'm spreading my wings. You could be a manager at Lowe's probably. Yeah. I would be willing to stick it out with you if you treat me better than Home Depot. You know? Yeah. 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 That sucks. That person is mad though. That person talks. That person probably like talk your ear off on break about what everybody's doing yeah i just get that vibe off of reading it yeah they got a lot to say yes i work at home depot garden department i like my job in some ways in some ways it's the best i ever had and others it's the job from hell (laughs) hey that's life right that's this thing oscillate between those two things (laughs) some things are the best and some things are absolute hell and i want to (laughs) die It bees that way. So it says uh, they they I work in the parking lot in 90 to 100 degree heat every day for eight hours. I like my coworkers very much and do my best to work with them. Our values policy is very strong at Home Depot. Good, 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 good. I was so worried about that. I'll really. never be rich working here. Oh, well, that's that's one of the values I was thinking of, though. I'll never have a career. I'm too old and there's no there's little time left. Okay. I do not have a 401k, but I started had I started younger, I would have. Yeah, but that guy said it all gets eaten away by the fees anyway, yeah. so who gives they a get fuck? Your fees. I, I do, think they might that that person other maybe was getting money out of the 401k. <laughs> Probably. I'm just, I'm not You're like right. Being, you know him best. I mean, I takes that. one takes one to know one. I am that person. <laughs> That's for, why I'm mad about the I can understand I, being mad at the fees. I, I take a beach vacation once a year and it just cripples me. Just sets me back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> just I just I I identify with that person so much like I've done all the same complaints a million times I also I like that uh, we've now found that like Home Depot is kind of like a hospice or something where like people just need they have nothing else to do but yes. I think I mean that once again put- I would do like this is also something that I I don't I mean I know some stuff I don't know enough to be Home Depot if they had like bike department maybe but I wouldn't mind like just hanging around and bothering people and telling them about stuff because I am kind of seeing how the way life works. And like when you're at that age, it's like, what the fuck else are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sitting around is stupid. Right. I mean, yeah. I 
you know, I you was, might as well say I, like, oh, but you know, I uh, I one time I, I tried to hang that uh, ceiling fan myself with those same tools, and I tell you what, we uh, did a thousand dollars in damage. You know, I mean, I guess if they made the jobs better, because there are always going to be people that want to work till they die. I'm a person that wants to work till I die. Sure, and I I mean, doing this is like whatever. But I mean, I'm saying if this- I kind of want to die in the gutter. You want to die and you don't want to work till you die? No, but I want to be like cleaned up. I want to be the, a nuisance to the government, like to be cleaned up by society. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying just in those late years, if if I'm like, ah, you know, I'll go get a job at a damn Home Depot. Like sure. that is a romantic thought to me. Yeah. I'm like, I would love to be able to do that. But Study they honestly, ones. dude, they treat you like shit. Yeah. You know, it's a sh- terrible it doesn't fucking foster, job. It doesn't foster... The, those those positions, what they will never get, and the, all the disconnect between any of the big names doesn't matter where it's fast food or big box stores. There's a disconnect between this idea of what they really think they're accomplishing and what they actually the results that they get, and it's because they aren't willing to invest into any sort of uh, uh they don't the it's not uh it doesn't make them money. It's not good for the bottom line to invest in people that would be interested in doing that job and might do a little bit of extra effort to keep it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they get what they deserve with the turnover, but they love the turnover. Then they just get to start a new person at the bottom of the pay scale. Yeah, they don't have to give them health care in six months, fire them at five months, 29 days. (laughs) They do that. They love to do that. So I got this other story. I guess this is our big box show which I hate big box stores, so it's good sometimes to aim at these people since most people are employed by a big box store. I, I don't know no, if no. it's most, like Walmart. That sounds like a Brian Quinby number. That's a Brian Quinby fact. Most <laughs> people are employed by a... Uh, yes. But there are whole towns, and, and there oh, are yeah. whole like cities where people all work at the Walmart, Target, and... I mean, there's not a lot of jobs that you can get to easily without a car in the suburbs unless you live right in the downtown areas of Columbus and most cities. Like, you drive through a bunch of suburbs before you get to the city, and, like, it's the same thing after every exit. And people have to work at those places. It's a Best Buy next to a Staples, next to a Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah. Gander Mountain. There's, like, a Gander Mountain up there. You know. So this story, uh, maybe a BJ's wholesale club, a BJ's wholesale (laughs) club. Is that the same thing as, uh, Sam's club? No, no, no. Sam's club is the Walmart one. Okay. BJ's was its own independent thing. I loved BJ's wholesale club because that was a place I felt like I was getting a deal because they would just take the shit and throw it on the fucking floor. Like, (laughs) like if they got a whole bunch of shorts, they'd be like, we have shorts in here for 1497 and they throw a tarp on the ground and just pile it up by size and just let you rummage. I fucking loved it. People on their hands and knees and shit, just getting deals. I've been to a place like that. Uh, it's a garden store. Like, uh, it's like just a place where everything's like sitting on the floor in boxes. And like, they'll have DVDs there. They'll have pillows. They'll have like fucking sheets they'll have someone i'm just full of shoes (laughs) garden ridge garden ridge garden ridge is a place like that it's just a bunch of junk uh so this is by uh this is by jessica pishko and it's from injustice today okay 
saw the story we need to talk about. It was late afternoon on December 26, 2016, the day after Christmas, a day when most stores are busy processing the returns for unwanted gifts. When Curtis Lawson entered a Walmart in Knoxville, Tennessee, he had a receipt for $39.57 in purchases made earlier that month. He needed cash. He walked to the store picking up the same items he had purchased previously, dishwasher detergent, Oral-B refills, and a pair of girls' jeggings, and put them in a shopping bag. He brought them to the register, returned the items using his receipt, and received $39.57 in cash. Okay. Lawson had be- had committed what is known as return fraud, pretending to return items that you didn't buy. Yeah. Uh, making man, en- making ends meet is what that's called. Yeah, I agree. It's like, because it's 40 bucks, dude. Yeah. The day after Christmas, it's $40. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, maybe have a place where a dude can go get $40. Yeah, just uh, call it grilled cheese money or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is there a place I could go to get 40 bucks if I need it? That's, God, that's... Maybe that's what the street fight office has forty dollars we'll a day. We'll put aside cert- <laughs> We'll put aside forty dollars. We just have cash, a few select envelopes of forty dollars, and you it'll be a- like, "You can come in here if you need forty dollars to <laughs> yeah. make ends meet. If you really need Take fucking forty dollars, no questions asked. Just don't get yourself in trouble over it. But I mean, it, when it's thirty nine dollars, like, I no mean, harm, no foul. I mean, Walmart should eat that up. Yeah. When Lawson walked into the Walmart empty-handed, Walmart loss prevention officer Robert McCauley decided he looked suspicious and watched him on security cameras. He watched Lawson pick up the clothes and returned them at at the customer service desk. McCauley admittedly immediately detained Lawson, who admitted right away that he had stolen the items. And Lawson was eventually charged with shoplifting and criminal trespass. What came next was a startling encounter with a local criminal justice system heavily influenced by a big box retailer's desire to reduce shoplifting and a prosecutor's penchant for punishing those who are more unlucky than dangerous. So he gets busted. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, he gets the shoplifting charge, which is like a charge that a lot of I mean, I never had to tell I got kicked out of a store, which that's going to come up here in a minute. I got kicked out of a store one time for stealing, but I've never gotten the charge. But I know people that have gotten the charge. It's a really minor charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I always feel like, like I have the word I have the. uh the devil's advocate opinion. But if you're going to play the game, you got to not get caught. Like I thought he had made it out the door at $39. And I got to say like, that's up to Walmart security because you all set up your own system, right? You got, (laughs) you got magic wands that are reading my fucking body. You've got cameras, you've got loss prevention. If I can come and pull off a heist and I get out that door, that's, you know, a win for me. That doesn't mean you get to come and take me to court and be like, oh, you know, you shouldn't have done that. It's like, well, get better security then. I mean, but if you get caught with $40, I don't think you yeah. need to go to court either. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like they should just, like, bring out a big purse from the back room and, like, just throw $40 out of him, at him and be like, just get the fuck out of here. Yeah, just go. Yeah. Just fucking leave. Here's uh, 40 bucks. Petty cash, right? This was he's called petty cash. That was from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where I learned too much. Uh, Lawson had at least three outstanding warrants, most of which were related to traffic violations, including a DUI. Ah. 
I mean, well, that's not related. That's to not this. related to the stealing, right? Exactly. Lawson's attorneys admitted that Lawson had a drug addiction and sometimes shoplifted to support his habit, but okay. noted that he had never been accused of being a threat to anyone's safety. Because of the outstanding warrants, his bail was set as two thousand five hundred dollars total, and he was immediately taken to jail. On January 9th, a warrant was issued for Lawson that escalated his shoplifting charge to felony. Oh God. Because uh, according to the arrest affidavit, Lawson was not allowed to be inside Walmart at all. Therefore, his return fraud was a burglary, a felony pun- punishable by up to 12 years of prison. Oh, my his God. His bail was jacked up to $5,000. Yeah. Too much. What is this? This is one of what those. What are we doing here? This is. Yeah. What are we accomplishing? This is one of those moments where we talk about how there's a room full of fucking adults. Right. Grown folks. Yeah. Like, people that go home and tell their kids that they're reasonable people. <laughs> adults with agency and everybody is able to do what they think is morally correct. People have their own opinions and voice them and, and feel confident about their ethics and morals and how they see the world. And they come up on a guy like this and the best they can do is charge him five thousand fucking dollars and trying to send him to jail on a felony right yeah i mean he's doing so many things that are Ill, like just like nothing he's doing is a harm to anybody but himself is what i'm trying to get at like well drunk driving can kill other people it does kill other people okay yeah drunk driving kills people don't drunk drive folks oh I mean, just <laughs> people get killed from drunk driving. People do get killed from drunk driving. That's true. I've heard the stories now. Uh, <laughs> but I'm saying that, like, that's over with, though. And he's been charged with sure. that. And that's not what this is. And this is for stealing, right? Like, he's not a threat to society. I don't think this guy is a threat to society because he's got a DUI. That's all. I agree. It I turned agree. out that Lawson had been arrested for shoplifting a bra over four years earlier from a Walmart location. That time Lawson was issued what's called a notification of restriction from property by Walmart loss prevention staff. This is another location. Okay. And he got a what? He got a thing called the notification of restriction from property. So he's never allowed to go into what another Walmart again. He stole the bra. A brawl uh, four years ago. Brawl. You brawl. say that you put a W L on that I, thing. I have an accent. I'm sorry. I'm I midwestern. Thought, I thought he got in a brawl. To wall. I thought he was like a uh, like fighting on Black Friday or something. Oh, I thought you were thinking there was like a fighting tournament, like sort of illegal I, Mortal Kombat situation happening in, in yeah, Walmart. I understand like he stole off some, on somebody in a brawl. Yeah, that would be bad. I would I would be like, well, this guy's kind of a threat to other people. <laughs> sure. No, he stole a bra. Oh, a brazier. <laughs> <laughs> he stole a bra. Over the shoulder, shoulder boulder hole. And they gave him a notification of restriction from property. Which is a piece of paper essentially is restricting someone's access to Walmart okay. by officially evicting them from the property forever. Okay. And so he's not allowed in Walmart ever again because he stole a bra. Okay. And this happened at another Walmart four years ago. Probably a completely different person. I know for a fact that I'm a completely different person than I was four years ago. Yeah, a lot has changed in my life. Like, whatever I did that was illegal four years ago, you got to forgive that. I'm a different person now. I got a whole new set of morals. (laughs) But, uh, so what happens is, uh, so he's not allowed to go in any of these locations. So Lawson's, so, uh, 
Let's just do this. The law in Tennessee is confusing when it comes to prosecuting shoplifters on felony charges, so the decision is left to local prosecutors. A case in another county similar to Lawson's was dismissed when the judge decided the felony charge wasn't appropriate. The appellate court had upheld the dismissal, wrote scathingly that the prosecutor had a strong desire to prosecute all individuals for burglary who had been arrested for shoplifting or theft who had previously been banned from the relevant store. So what's happening is... These people are getting busted shoplifting from Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're not allowed to come in this Walmart anymore. But really, Walmart's the only place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't yeah. bar people from Walmart in some of these parts of the country. Lots and of like, them. It's the only. I mean, they ran out everybody in town. I mean, everybody. I, we all know that. It doesn't matter. Everybody knows that they shut down the mom and pop shops, right? I mean, that's the story. Also, it's the cheapest place. It is. Like if you're broke, you got to go to Walmart. There's not like a lot of places where you can get this stuff. And yeah, you just, you can't fucking, if you, don't, buy, it, you can't ban people from Walmart. You right. can't. If you don't it's have a fucking public square now. It is. It belongs to the people. And it's, it's like, if you can't afford an Amazon prime membership, you know, I mean, that's what a lot of people are think you know, that, that don't understand Walmart too. is like, you know, folks just get cash. Yeah. It's a place where you can take cash and get stuff for. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I don't know. And I, they got a red box out front. They did well and you know, that's where people get all their stuff. It's yeah, basically yeah. like if this if like basically if we like shut it off to people, then you're significantly changing a person's life. Just because they fucked up and we're talking about four years. I just think that like even banning somebody maybe for a certain period of time would be like it's unreasonable for the rest of your life that if you walk yeah. into a Walmart, you I get charged you for burglary and can get a ten-year sentence in prison. That's like how is that fucking happening? And it's happening a lot. Like there's this judge in Tennessee who is doing this. Re- this prosecutor is doing this repeatedly, and we're just letting it happen. And it's because Walmart is. Basically, I mean, what? Who's going to stop them? Yeah. Yeah, they push for it. Walmart's attorneys go through and they find these things. They inform the prosecutor. And then we got this. We got these people getting 10 years in prison because Walmart wants to prove a point. God damn. I hate Walmart. God damn that place. God damn Walmart. Yeah. God damn Walmart. Let's just fucking get rid of like all these big box. Let's nationalize all the big box stores. And I don't want to nationalize them. I want to localize them. So whatever is like Columbus will own all of Columbus's the neighborhood. Like, okay. So Pickerington has a Walmart. Pickerington now owns that Walmart and that city gets to decide what they're going to do with the Walmart. They can fill up full of products from nearby. We got to get people need like, I don't know. People don't need all that shit, though. Just groceries. Just groceries? We got to get groceries. But a lot of the clothes, like, we should just move the thrift stores into the clothing section. Because y'all, you got to so smart. <laughs> shit. Yeah. No, we yeah, got to stop making this these shit. clothes. Yeah, yeah, just reuse this shit. It's perfectly good clothes that people fucking threw out because they're dum-dums. Yeah, we can bring all the fucking... Or, like, you know, I, I mean, I get a shirt. I get a brand new shirt, and I wash it, and it shrinks on me, and I can never goddamn wear it again. So, if I throw it down to the goodwill and you get it at your walmart and you can also get sweet sweet corn five for a dollar i mean 
Right? That's the that's, toys too. Yeah, toys. We're talking about toys too. You just take them fucking things back. Yeah, man. I have so many toys I need to return. I have so many stuffed animals that I just need to put back on the Walmart shelves and you y'all can have them for free. Yeah, you do got a lot of stuff you gotta She's into the stuffed animals too much. She comes to my house and my wife uh pawn stuff off on her she goes and gets her a bunch of toys and is like oh you can take them home sweetie it's a point of pride to me to take my daughter to a dave and busters or a walmart um a walmart uh vestibule and win some sort of plush stuffed animal out of the claw machine like that shit is so impressive to her i want to show off like that I love being yeah. good at, and I just can't give up on claw machines. If you could just like put it back in, if you could just throw that, throw it back in, I think that would be a good way to do those. I just want to prove the point. Throw that it I can back get in. It. That's why I take my daughter to live shows, so I completely get the like. I want to impress my kid. Thing. Sure, <laughs> it's a prize. But yeah. music is better than like a stupid mermaid plush, though. Well, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I know. Because there's no taxation on, there's, there's no, like, cost to uh, the rest of us. There's no taxation without representation. Never should be. In the United be. States. We Never should have been. Brett, Brett's getting all on his high horse. He's going to start talking like <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> so Walmart and Home Depot's on the shit list, huh? I mean, they always have been. That's true. You're right, man. Nothing new with them. You're right. You're right. Nothing new. Uh, there's the, the same old bullshit. Same old horse pucky. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, I'm. I'm. Oh, I got this last thing. I think that that all. Oh wait, we got to do this Chipotle manager, don't we? I don't hear that one. Yeah, this is uh, the last story. We're look. We hit fucking Walmart. We hit Home Depot. Chipotle, we're coming for you. And I know, like, the thing about Chipotle is, like, people feel guilty as hell about Chipotle. <laughs> like, I've had people say it so many times. Like, I, man, I, I, uh, I don't like. I, I, I love Chipotle. I, I don't want to hear that they're doing bad things. My daughter's like, just don't tell me what they do. Sure. And I'm like, you can look at what they do. You go stand there, and nobody's making any money. Nobody back there is making any money. That's yeah. what's going on. But Willie Nelson sang about the chicken in the commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here's so <laughs> the former manager of a California Chipotle Mexican Grill who was accused of stealing more than six hundred dollars was awarded nearly eight million dollars. Ooh, that's for a come up. Termination Thursday. So wow. eight million six hundred dollars she got out of Chipotle. I would write a book on how to do that. Yeah, I would love that. Jeanette Ortiz. How to get fired and make eight million? <laughs> I would fucking read that book, dude. Yeah. And then I would go get a job. Yeah. So that I could get fired they go fuck this arby's up <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go fuck the, yeah finally we get to fuck the arby's up uh i just lost it so what happened is i mean she got they i don't know why they got to put in there that she got accused of stealing this doesn't have nothing to do with that she was accused in 2015 of stealing 626 in cash from a safe at the fresno restaurant ortiz's bosses claim the theft was caught on camera camera but she was never shown the video because her bosses told her the evidence has been destroyed they she did not oh shit yeah yeah so ortiz filed a wrongful termination proof 
Ortiz filed a wrongful termination suit after she was let go. A California jury ordered the restaurant to pay Ortiz $7.97 million in damages. The jury ruled Ortiz was a victim of a scheme to defame her for filing a workers' compensation claim for a job-related wrist injury caused by carpal tunnel syndrome. So she... Went to workers' comp and was like, I got carpal tunnel yeah. from making these fucking burritos, which yeah. is the most believable thing. <laughs> like, that, that's not even you an unbelievable thing. You don't understand. I put a really tight roll on it, but it requires me to stress my wrist in a way that fucks with my carpal tunnels. Yeah, so she fills out the workers' comp form so she sure. can get workman's comp for it. She deserves compensated. Her wrist is fucked up from working at Chipotle. Yeah. From working. So what they did was... Put the setup. The manager setup set her up with six hundred and they they pretended like she stole six hundred and twenty six dollars, dude. I mean, you gonna if you're gonna accuse somebody of stealing, you do not let that evidence go. I couldn't live with I couldn't live with telling somebody they're fired without like showing them a video of like, look, here you are fucking stealing. Like, yeah. please just leave now. Why did they say the evidence was destroyed? What is that? They said, they probably said it. They, they probably thought they even would go away. It. They thought she would, go, they thought she would just go away. I yeah. mean, that's how that stuff ends. I mean, she's a one in a million story, but there's plenty of other people that have been told, like, we found out what you were doing, but we don't have a record of it. You're out of here. And they're like, I guess. Yeah. That you're right about that. You're at, I, I mean, I've seen people lose their jobs after filing, different things or after after being a it's, pain in the ass i've seen people get fired for like calling off that's one of yeah. the things i see like they call off work and they're like oh that was the last time you're you're fucking out of here dude we had we had a fibromyalgia lady at one of my jobs and like she came out of nowhere and all of a sudden she had to have time off and then like they treated her like garbage just, yeah just like i mean just because of a medical condition man they like, fucking frame that woman though. yeah that was a setup God, every time I hear somebody steals from work now, this is the story I'm always going to think of, you know, we destroyed the, do you think they used like official sounding language about why they destroyed the video? Um, as per the terms of Chipotle's yeah. Yeah, we, we require all videos be re-recorded every 48 hours. So pursuant to that policy, we had to re-record over the video. Yeah. This is why you need a union. This is why human resources are snakes. Because this whole thing happened, th there would be a grievance. And man, thing if you had a union, you would have people to go to on your side to stand up for you. But instead, it's just you. Again, they'll tell you that we can get one on one with you. We can be one on one together, and it's like they didn't. It means it's me versus the whole company. Once again, man, I'm not trying to be devil's advocate here, though. But. If they pull this shit on you and you can sue and get $7 million, that's better than a union in my mind. <laughs> like I would rather get 7 million than have a union. Well, I'll take the $7 million. <laughs> I'm saying that, well, yeah, in this situation, I'll take the 7 million, but if you didn't have the, if they had had the union, they probably, sure. it would be harder to, no, they wouldn't even, up yeah, they wouldn't do that like shit. Yeah. yeah. You have a grievance thing and all that stuff. So Chipotle manager. Good on you. You yeah. got away. You, you filed the, the wrong. You're the person that filed the wrongful termination suit that worked. Thank you. You did that for us. This Let's end this show on a high note. Brett. Yeah. Do the thing. Thank you for listening to Street Fight Radio. Your number one anarcho comedy radio show on any station across the nation. 
We are brought to you by CBD and Kratom, our two favorite brain chemicals besides THC and whiskey. You can uh, get access to that through our Patreon. We do a monthly subscription. For $13 a month, you can get a copy of our zine sent to your house along with 20 grams of Kratom. We also offer uh, one gram of CBD isolate or terpsolate for 35 bucks. plus you get our zine sent to you along with it. Uh, we are moving right along with our plans to go upward and onward, spread this descent and mess across the U.S. Uh, we're live broadcasting. Thank you, everybody that tuned into the stream. That was awesome. The chat seemed really fucking cool, so I can't wait to go review all that. Uh, we got Jason in the studio uh, reviewing everything, making sure it goes smoothly. So thank you for your help. Uh if you want to, uh, bonus shows, Brian has done a few. He just did one with uh, Leduce Violet. You know him as like one of the best Twitter people ever. Followed that guy for probably nine years, I feel like, at this point. Uh, Brian did a show with him. He also did one with Sean T. Collins, the Sean T. Collins on Twitter, talking about prestige television and metal. So head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Street Fight Radio. You can sign up for the bonus content. Help us uh, keep this thing going. We plan on making it out to the West Coast and further into the Midwest. We got the van going, so the family band is together. Stay tuned on social media. We're at Street Fight WCRS on Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. We will see you later this week. Peace. He's peeing in the hole. He's peeing in the hole. It's frothy.
easier. Somebody said our uh, studio looks less like an indie horror set by the day. It's getting close. Oh. oh. Almost had a broken iPhone on camera. No. Are you, are you recording? Do you have our audio going in there? Okay. That was close. I almost broke my phone. They can't hear us. Okay. I almost broke my phone just a second ago. Y'all missed it, but it was incredible how I caught it. 